Hello, this is Tim Conley from the International Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to Trading Thoughts, where we discuss how business is shaping our world. Today, the ICC Commission on the Digital Economy has announced the appointment of Carlos Lopez Blanco as its chair. I spoke with Carlos about his vision for the global economy, how businesses worldwide can help shape it, and what role the ICC Commission on the Digital Economy can play to amplify the voice of the private sector. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Carlos, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to join Trading Thoughts. How have you been adapting to the new normal that we have all been experiencing over the past few months? This has been new for all, all of us. This is something unexpected and it's something that in certain way this topic. So this is a new reality that we need to understand and to be adapted to, to it. And let me start by saying that for my perspective as a the, the, the chairman of the Digital Economy Com- Commission of the Chamber of Commerce, the pandemic has shown us the importance of digitalization today. There is a very simple question. Could anyone imagine this crisis in a pure analogical world? A world without electronic commerce? A world in which was not was not possible to tele, to make teleworking, or, or a world without online education. So I think that the consequences of a situation, an exceptional situation like this, will have been different, and will have been by far much worse. I think that at the same time, in these last months we have been in the middle of an unprecedented social experiment. For how long we have been taken to have hundreds of millions of people working online at the same time? Hundreds of millions of people in the being students being in the education online. Or what could happen for high-risk people in this pandemic without electronic commerce. So I think that we have been in an unprecedented social experiment in which we have had this experience that in other contexts will have taken not months but years, in three months, in three months. So I think that this experience will be very, very important for understanding this process and the consequences of digitalization. There are many people saying that nothing will be the same after the pandemic. For me, it's not clear. I think that a lot of things will change, but not everything will change and not everything will be different. But for me, there is something that will be different before and after the pandemic, and is the digitalization of the economy and the society, because Pandemic, on one side, has accelerated the process of digitalization for these reasons, because teleworking, because education online, because e-commerce. 
And at the same time, and this is for me very, very important, the awareness uh, in relation with digitalization is much higher today. So I think that today the governments, the companies, the society, the business have a total uh, awareness that digitalization is important and that the, the challenge of digitalization is, is needed to cope with in, in if we want to to survive in the economic and social world of the 21st century. You've been recently named chair of the ICC Commission on the Digital Economy. You're obviously taking on this role at a very critical time for internet governance, uh, privacy, data protection, security, and digital trade. What expectations and goals do you have as chair of this commission? So, first of all, I, I am delighted to chair the, the, the commission because the commission is, uh, is making an amazing job, job. I think that when you have a first approach to the commission work, we see that they have the right, the right analysis and the right topics to cope with cybersecurity artificial intelligence, data, or online contents that you know that are the main focus of the activity of the Commission are the main problems of the digital economy and digitalization in the society. So I am impressed and I am delighted to take this responsibility and to be able to support the team of the International Chamber of Commerce which is dealing with this. But for me, there is one aspect which is important to highlight is that uh, to take advantage of the unique position of the International Chamber of Commerce to lead the process of digitalization. Let me explain this a little bit. More. So digitalization is no longer a challenge for the companies in the technological sectors. Today, digitalization is a challenge for all the sectors of the economy, including and mainly the more traditional sectors of the economy, and for companies in every size, for big companies, but for small and medium businesses too. And today, digitalization is a horizontal challenge affecting everyone. And there is only one institution at global level that could represent at the same time big companies, traditional sectors, technological sectors, and small and medium businesses. Uh, at the same time. So for me, it's very, very important to, uh, to take advantage of this because the International Chamber of Commerce is a unique institution and the most adequate to lead this process. And that is uh, something that for me is very important in this context, which is the critical role that digitalization of small and medium businesses plays, especially in, 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 in the regions outside of the US and, and, and the European Union. So I think that digitalization of small and medium businesses in Latin America or Africa are critical if we want 
to promote digitalization on these areas. Despite significant progress over the past few years, access to the internet and digital technologies remains a challenge for communities around the world. Last year, ICC launched a global campaign entitled Make Technology Work for All, aimed to mobilize all stakeholders to work together to provide meaningful connectivity for all across the world. The campaign included a set of guiding principles aimed at creating an enabling policy environment for business to innovate and invest in digital technologies. COVID-19 has proven uh, the importance of access to digital technologies and has revealed the divide between the haves and the have-nots. How will ICC move its Make Technology Work for All campaign forward, and what steps can government and business leaders take to close this gap? So, the principle they issue is very simple. No connectivity, no digitalization. So, it's something that is very, very important to understand. And sometimes we don't. When we live in Europe, when we live in the States, when we live in Japan, because for us, connectivity is something taken for granted. But connectivity is the big bottleneck of digitalization in Africa, in Latin America, in part of Asia, in the Middle East. This is why it's so, so relevant and so important. And in my view, that this is why this initiative of the, of the ICC, this, this idea of make technology work for us, is so important and, and will be a priority in the, in the next years. In the, in the commission. And the problem of digital divide, the problem of digital divide is, is uh, essential. The issue is that today, after the pandemic, some digital divides are changing. And that we have is that we have a geographical uh, digital divide that has now is bigger because there are areas in which connectivity, region, regions in which connectivity is a big problem. In our societies, we have a social digital divide. And one of the things that we have learned with the pandemic is that even in the richest country, this divide exists. And that when we have faced the problem of online education, we have seen that there is a problem of social rich social divide, even in richest countries. Of course, this is a critical problem for Latin America, Asia, Africa, and another part. And there is the risk of having a new digital divide. Is that a digital divide in the world of the, in the business world between companies that has been able to enter in the process of digitalization and companies which not? And the second group is mainly the problem of the digitalization of the SMEs. And I think that we have to avoid to have this new digital divide. For me, there is some, some points that are relevant in, in this uh, access to internet issue. The first one is that decision makers and governments should understand the economic and social relevance of connectivity. And there is one point which is essential for governments to understand that the implementation of new networks and new technologies should be not driven for the goal of having more, more economic resources, to have higher fees for the budget. I think that the, the higher taxes, that the main goal for every government in the world when they are taking decisions related to new deployments 
of new technologies and broadband should be the extension of connectivity and to put a solid base for the deployment of, uh, for the digitalization of the country. And I think that once has uh, done this, and because as I said before, no connectivity, no digitalization. And this is something that is obvious, obvious for us, living in Europe, living in the US, living in Japan, but these are critical points in other, in other countries. Once you have this clear, clever idea about the deployment of infrastructure, rules of the game are the second goal that you have to, to, to make if you are a government, and how to promote the digitalization of every sector of the economy. And there is one part of the business community and the business activity that don't need support by the governments to enter in this process of digitalization, but others do. And I think that the, the governments should be uh, very, very active in these policies promoting digitalization, especially of the small and medium business. You just touched upon SMEs in your previous answer, and I, I think it's important to, you know, go back and discuss that more in detail. Um, COVID-19 has had a disproportionate effect on SMEs, who in most cases lack the same technological capabilities as their multinational counterparts. ICC, for its part, has launched a campaign to save our SMEs to address the unique challenges associated with COVID-19 faced by small businesses. As chair of the Digitalization Committee of the Spanish Chamber of Commerce, you commissioned two reports, one examining the digitalization of Spanish SMEs and the other related to uh, the digital transition, uh, transition of the Spanish economy. Uh, what were some of the key takeaways from these reports? And what are some of the biggest obstacles for SMEs that are looking to transition their uh, operations digitally? First, let me think that we are very proud of the work that we have done in the Spanish Chamber of Commerce, especially in the SMEs uh, field. Because we thought at the beginning, and this analysis uh, is the same for the International Chamber of Commerce, that we were one of the few organizations able to reach every small and medium business in Spain. And it's the same for the International Chamber of Commerce. There is no other organization with this capillarity that make functional to, to have access to every small and medium business, in, in our case, in Spain. The first thing that we did uh, with, with this report was to make a survey in the Spanish uh, small and medium companies. And we get three answers. The first one, digitalization is relevant, but not urgent. The second, digitalization is a problem of technology. And third, digitalization for Spanish SMEs is associated with cash cutting. Those were the idea that the Spanish small and medium businesses had on digitalization. And we thought from the very beginning that this was the wrong perspective. First, because digitalization is urgent for small and medium companies. And second, and this has been a key factor, to make SMEs to understand that digitalization is not mainly a problem of technology. Digitalization is mainly a business problem, even for a small and medium business. And the key factor is that the society and the customers are changing. And the 
main problem of the Spanish SMEs is that the level of digitalization of small and medium businesses in Spain is lower than the level of digitalization of their customers. And that means that if your customers are more digitalized than you are, sooner or later you will have a business problem. For us, this has been the, the critical point to transmit to the, uh, to the Spanish small and medium businesses. And for us, the big question is why and for what a small company needs digitalization and to make them understand that this is the big question and the big answer to the digitalization challenge. And once you have the answer to this question and you know why you need to digitalize your business, and the main reason is because you have a business challenge because your clients are more digital than you are, is when you can, can understand the technology that you need to implement the transformation that digitalization uh, means. And is when you can face, you can take the decisions on technology and you can have the decisions on which technology do you need. And because one of the things that we have learned in this uh, process in, in, in Spain is that money is not a problem. That the market can give Every company, even the micro uh, companies, the micro businesses, solutions that are very cheap to implement and to digitalize their activity. ICC is committed to the establishment of safe and secure networks for all to enhance trust and confidence in using the internet. We are committed to working with stakeholders to inform legislation and enforcement mechanisms that prohibit detect and prevent cyber crimes. You chair the ESIS Foundation, a group of leading Spanish companies committed to strengthening cybersecurity. How can businesses, governments, and the technical community work together to respond to cybersecurity threats? Security is changing because digitalization has everything else. And I prefer not to talk about cybersecurity because security today is mainly cybersecurity. And this is not possible to talk, talk any longer on the difference between security and cybersecurity. Today, cybersecurity and risk associated with technology and digitalization are at the core of the security challenge of every company in the world. And this is why today, security is no longer a challenge for specialists. It's a challenge for CEOs and managers of the company. Because there is no one CEO that could consider as a technical problem if you have any cybersecurity uh, incident or if you have problems with the data of your customers. Those are central problems for every company. And this is why, and, and I think that cybersecurity and security in the digital world is one of the main topics for the ICC economic, uh, Digital Economy Commission. And I think that we should have to, um, to help companies and governments to understand the new threats, the new problems associated with the, the process of digitalization and to help governments and decision makers to understand this. This is 
easy uh, again if you live in Europe, if you live in the US. But this is a big challenge that uh, needs to be understood by every government in the world and every government, every company in the world, and to help them understanding these challenges and to help everyone to understand the, the challenges of the future is essential. And two of the other topics of the ICC uh, digital, economy, digital Economy Commission data and artificial intelligence are closely, closely associated with security risk. So I think that this uh, will be an important part of the effort of the ICC in, in the digitalization. Um, I wanted to turn to Latin America for a minute. Throughout your career, you've been heavily involved in Latin America. You were previously the vice president of Telefonica, um, and you are currently a member of the board of directors for Telefonica Argentina. Um, what are some of the key technical challenges faced by businesses and countries in, in uh, that region? So I think that Latin America, for many, for many reasons, is a very, very important region. There are many reasons for that. And prior to that, I think that the consequences of the pandemic in Latin America will be uh, especially tough. And will be especially tough because the situation of the economies of countries and because probably, I said before that uh, digitalization of SMEs is relevant everywhere. But if there is one place, one region in which digitalization of SMEs is essential, is Latin America. Because all the Latin American economy is uh, based on small and medium companies. And before the pandemic, digitalization was a huge opportunity for Latin America and the, the economy of those countries. Today is not an opportunity. It's the only opportunity to survive to this economic situation that will be very, very difficult because Latin America will suffer a lot in economic terms as a consequence of the pandemic. And one of the things that we need to understand is that Latin America has the right conditions to be a relevant region in the process of digitalization because Latin America has two things. First, a very good broadband and telco infrastructure, which, which is essential to promote digitalization. And second thing, something that we don't have in Europe, down talented a lot of young people, talented, that understand very well the relevance of the digital means for the social life, for the economy, for everything. So I think that Latin America has a very, very good fundamentals. But that is needed here is the right diagnostics, diagnostic by, by the governments and the decision makers in these regions to understand the critical importance of digitalization of SMEs, to find a good regulation to promote the improvement and extension of broadband and digital infrastructure. And finally, one thing that is, in my view, critical for Latin America in the 21st century is to face the once uh, the process of 
regional integration. So Latin America should understand that in the 21st century, the economy is an issue of, of competition between countries, but competition between big or among big regions. And Latin America should be a region at least economically integrated. Uh, finally, this year's Internet Governance Forum is coming up. As you know, the IGF is hosted uh, by the UN every year and is considered to be the prime venue for multi-stakeholder dialogues related to Internet governance. Due to COVID-19, this year's IGF is taking place virtually, which is perhaps fitting given that uh, this is a global forum discussing the impact and future of digital technologies. The pandemic has demonstrated the importance of global connections and this year, we have seen so much discussion uh, around global digital cooperation. There have also been worrying signs of protectionism, which are manifesting in the online world uh, as well. How can the IGF contribute to these discussions? Why do you think the IGF process is so important for businesses, governments, and members of civil society and the technical community? And how is ICT preparing for this year's forum? So I think that that first of all, to be virtual should not be a problem for GI, IGF. IGF by, by obvious reasons. Uh, so serious, being serious. Uh, internet regulation and internet governance is a very, very delicate issue. It's a very difficult issue because in the internet regulation and the internet governance, we have to keep a very delicate balance between two principles and two problems. The first one, that today internet is the most critical infrastructure in the world. In social terms, in economic terms, in security terms, in geostrategical terms. So, you can have the most important infrastructure in, in the world, absence of regulation, with no regulation, no a single rule. But there is a second problem, is that internet is not a pyramid, it's a net. There is no hierarchy in the way internet works. And this factor has been critical to make internet as it is today. And internet, at the same time, is the world of innovation. So, you have to regulate internet and internet governance because there is, uh, this is the most critical infrastructure in the world today, but at the same time, you have to do it without killing innovation. And this is difficult to do. And in this debate, I think that the ICC has played an important role through the digital commission and basis and interacting with all decision makers taking part in the IGF IGF uh, process and of course we want to continue being a critical contributor to this to this discussion to be influential in this discussion and there is an additional role that in my view the ICC could and should play which is we are an organization in which we have representation from digital companies. The most relevant digital companies of the world are represented in the International Chamber of Commerce. And at the same time, we have 
in the Commission and in the ICC, the telco operators. And I think that we can be a meeting point between these two industries trying to have uh, as much as possible a common position on it. And let me finish this issue with a last comment. The internet discussion is a social and economic one, but there is a factor which is important, critical. It's a geopolitical discussion. And when we are discussing about the internet and the governance of the internet, we are discussing about a lot of things. And we are discussing on models of digitalization, models of regulation of the internet, the most important infrastructure. And there are, geopolitically talking, a big discussion on it. And there are different models. And in this discussion, the ICC, my view, cannot be neutral. And there are some principles in these discussions that must be preserved. Free trade, free market, warranty of civil rights, and the rule of law. And I think that we should guarantee that in this discussion, these principles are preserved. And when we discuss about the model of digital economy, and the model of internet, free trade, free market, and rule of law are absolutely critical for the business and the business community all over the world. Carlos, I think that that's a great spot to end our conversation today. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for agreeing to come on to Trading Thoughts and provide some of your thoughts on these extremely important issues. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. No, thank you. For me, it has been a pleasure to share this this time with you. And let me finish by saying that I am delighted to, to have this opportunity of sharing the Digital Economy Commission of the International Chamber of Commerce and to support the fantastic job that the people at the ICC is doing in leading this uh, discussion and, and, and this process of digitalization in the world economy. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Trading Thoughts. We would like to thank Carlos Lopez Blanco for participating in today's episode. For more information on the ICC Commission for the Digital Economy, please visit our website at iccwbo.org. That's iccwbo.org. Share your thoughts about today's episode on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook using hashtag trading thoughts. See you next time.